Welcome back to another episode of The Sportsman. I am the big ticket. That's Joey Coldcuts. And we got another one here. We're getting on a little bit of a consistent basis. We're getting a little heat going. Uh, how's it going, brother? It's going good. I mean, it's going better than my picks are going, I have to tell you that much. My God, it's just like bad beat after bad beat for me lately, it feels like, Tick. it's How, how was our full slate last week? We picked every game against each other. How did we do? Um, so I got, I got absolutely bamboozled on the Jag scheme. I got absolutely screwed uh, right. on an, on a meaningless, absolute garbage field goal. The game was over. The Chiefs were the far superior team. It was dusted. It was done. And, and then I had to lose on a bad beat, meaningless field goal that they just chalked up. It wasn't it, meaningless, though. They had to go for the onside. They were not going to get the onside kick. And even if they did get the onside kick, they were not going to score a touchdown. They were down 10 points with like a minute and 20 seconds left. The game was toast. It was done. It was chalked. It was on ice. It and wasn't. I had to watch it wasn't. shitty Jaguars team once again Bad beat me. I had the right pick. I was on the right side. But anyways, I lost that one. Then the next game was, oh, God, the next game was our beloved Bills. And I got body bagged on that. So, I mean, I think you went 2-0 and on the first day because you took the Jags and yeah. you took the Bengals, I think. No? Well, the Bengals were on day two. The Eagles and the Giants were on day one. Oh, the um, Eagles. Okay, so I took the Giants. You took the Eagles. So you were 2-0. and And then I think we took the Bengals. I think both of us took the Bengals. Oh, yeah, you switched. No, you didn't. You stayed with the Bills, right, didn't you? Because Josh Allen's your guy. You stayed with the Bills. But I went with the Cowboys in the Cowboys Cup, I believe. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. Oh, God. Did I go 0 for 4? I think you did. I think I went 4-0. <laughs> you know what, dude? I'm, I'm getting a little hot right now. I'm getting a little hot. You got to take that fraud out of the beginning of my name right now. Well, you know, you're smart. You're just listening to whatever pick I'm giving, and you're going the opposite. Well, not always, but last week it happened to be. Um, but that being said, you are very pissed off about this Jaguars game. But we ended last week by saying if they covered, you got to say three nice things about Trevor Lawrence. You got, you just, you got to, you got to, it, it could be that you even like his hair, but you got to say three I nice things. Okay. Well, I'm just saying it could be superficial. All right. he's, he's, a, he's a tall and masculine, you know, man who's been provided with many gifts athletically. There's he one. is, um, oh God, um, he's oh. progressing. He's progressing nicely as a quarterback in the NFL on the timeline that he's given. And um, he threw a lot less interceptions this year than last year. But that that's an easy, that's an easy one. He threw so many last Come years. on, man. You gotta be impressed with what this Jags team's doing, man. You gotta be All impressed. All I'm saying is that I was on the right side of things. That that field goal was absolutely that had no merit to the game at all. They were done. That game was over. And keep in mind, I had to, they did it without Mahomes for half of the first for for basically half of the first half. He was out for almost the entire second quarter. He wasn't and out that long. Was, and Chad and Henney almost, played great while he was out too. I'm not going to let you go one there. Leg. He couldn't run. I mean, honestly, all things considered, like. They beat them and basically covered the spread because the field goal, whatever, it was the last 
the last drive, the game was over. But honestly, they basically did that with Mahomes on one leg and out. They drove 98 yards without him and scored a touchdown with him out of the game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm not going to let you go on that Patrick Mahomes injury thing is because Chad Henney stepped in, which I can't. What is he, a million years old? I can't, I, I couldn't believe. I thought he was an offensive coordinator somewhere. He, he's still playing. He suits up. But anyway, he stepped in and, and he played great. Well, but this goes against your your big, you know, de facto, you know, thing that you don't like is guys who have been forever backups in the league. And why can't they just throw a college guy? Well, this is the reason because some of these guys have been in these positions before and they have the wherewithal and the poise at least to go in and be able to handle a pressure situation. Unlike a guy right out of college who probably has never been in a position like that before. Yeah. And, you know, I thought he held his own very well. So, you know, it's a big win for the backup quarterback nation this week, Dick. It was. I mean, it, and he wasn't a guy that I saw it come in a bunch of times to back up for 18 different teams, like a Mike Lennon. Like, those are more of the people that I'm talking about. Less so uh, Chad Henney. But I, or I, I Bridgewater. Yeah, or Bridgewater. What is he on his 19th team? And he's still getting fucking <laughs> opportunities here. It's unbelievable. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, it was it was a hard fought game, and and you know what? You say you're on the right side of things, but if you were, you would have cashed out with a win. No, no, because that's that's even if you win like that, you said you know what? That's a lucky dub. That's a lucky dub that that should not have been the case. I'll take it in stride. Listen, I lost. I I had another horrible slate, um, and this and and by the way, I told people publicly to fade me. I think I even put on our sports picks of the week on the best yeah. bets of the week. I think I shared the story and underneath I said, fade Joe, hashtag fade yeah, Joe. So sure. hopefully, you know, the sportsmen, the faithful are listening and still cashed in on my fucking dep deprived picks because I was terrible. Now it's, I do like it like this because at least we had somebody have a very good slate. Like we didn't go 0 and 4 or 4. Yeah, it's lose. true. But this is what I do. I, I'm sort of like, as a sports better, I'm sort of like your Packers. I'm, I'm, I'm terrible. I'm awful. And then and then I have a moment in the season where I really I really pick it up and I get people to trust me. And the second people are like, you know what? He's actually kind of hot. Maybe we should trust him and start taking his picks again. I'll go 0 for 10. I'll go oh, I'll go one for 13. Oh, no, not the case. There was a period when you were staying with me when you first started amping up your original Instagram, the oh, big yeah, take that. Yeah, yeah. There's and you were making the problem is you were making three, four, five picks a day. I mean, <laughs> like if you were if you were smart, you would have taken one lock of the day and yeah. just posted that whatever bet you liked the most. But I think you flew too close to the sun and got burnt. And like sure you were dabbling in like you were, you know, like you were DraftKings or something. You're giving out three, four picks of the day. I like the 76ers with the under and they give me the Bulls plus 12. And then and I was like, holy shit, this guy's. And Corey Perry to score a goal. Yeah, Corey Perry to score a goal in the NHL. Like, I mean, you were making it as hard as you possibly could on yourself. Like you didn't do yourself any favors. But there was a period in time. Yeah. This was this was probably in the 2020 timeline, I'd think. Yeah, well, maybe even before. Right. I think it'd be 2019. No, it was 2020. It was pandemic for sure. You were with me in the pandemic. I think it was. Before. Yeah. No, no. Anyways, long story short, you you caught fire. You caught absolute yeah, fire, and you your Instagram grew to like 11,000 followers. Yeah. Like, 
Word on the street was out. There's a new guy on town. There's a new <laughs> sheriff in town. Yeah. And his name's Ticket. Yeah. And that's right. I think, like, you know, you were cashing in that the NCAA, you were rolling with UCLA. They made it to the final four. Yeah. You were hitting picks. Life right. was good. Everything was gravy. And then as fast as the come up came, it slid into oblivion. Like, and then I just yeah. quit and I stopped doing anything on the Instagram. I, don't know and why I, you quit I deleted everything and now some... and now I edit Bob Does Sports. Now I'm the editor. <laughs> well, no, but see, the thing is, you're so much more than an editor. Like whoever knows you knows that like you bring a lot to the table in terms of your wit. Yeah, you, you know, you're so. very funny. But like you had something with that Instagram and you yeah. just let it slide. And you deleted every single video. I kind of like you like the one about the 76ers guy. <laughs> yeah, I can go find that again. Um, I'd like if you could give that to you know to Mr. Anderson to post. Yeah, it was I'll, I'll send that to me. It was specifically Ben Simmons shooting free throws. <laughs> and this is when you fucking loathed Ben Simmons. You hate him so much. And it's like the Philadelphia faithful are cheering him to score like a, a free throw. And there's a guy behind him just trying to go nuts. And you're like, look at this guy. This Ben Simmons joined through you stink. Yeah. <laughs> well, this guy in the going, crowd, this guy in the crowd was like trying to show him the right form to shoot a free throw. He's like coaching Ben from the grandstands. And, and Ben misses, goes on to miss both, of course. Uh, but yeah, and I was doing some wacky voice back then too, like a character, I guess. I don't know. I was lost, but it did work for a minute, but I I'm trying to figure out a way to come back. I just don't know how to do it, but we'll get there. Yeah, you know how you do You start off by giving winners and you gave a four and oh, perfect. <laughs> well, play. do I want to go back to sports betting? I, I, I I'm not, a, I'm not a handicapper, but I'll anyway, what, Nick. four and oh, is the hell of a time to start. Sure is, sure is. Um, I'll tell you something I do want to talk about. There was a play that happened last week in the divisional round that went viral. And I thought, you know, I hate this team. I really do. I thought it was a little unfair. This The last play of the Cowboys game seemed to go viral. It was on every account I watch. And people put out the laugh emoji, laugh emoji, laugh emoji. This is how the Cowboys season ended. And, and it was like, yeah, I get it. I mean, you're trying to win the game there. Like, what do you, it's what is eight yards going to do? And then the guy gets blown up. But I was, he got hustled. He got hustled. He did. But I mean, I just thought it was like, man, they're really going in on this team for no reason. It's like, it's not that bad. It's not like they threw a terrible intercept. What'd you think of that play? I, I thought they got torn a new asshole on Instagram for, for no reason, really. I mean, throw it up to the, to the end zone. I mean, at least. Like you're throwing a, a slant, not even a slant, like a like basically a screen pass almost is what it was like. It was ridiculous. There was no chance that guy had even even if he caught that ball, they would have to do a ticky tack like lateral down the field. You're better up at that point. It's the last play of the game. He even in the end zone, either you know it's a it's some kind of crazy bounce that you end up catching. Or there's a pass interference in the end zone where a guy holds a guy down. You get one more play, even though the time, you know, time would have run out if you can't end the game on a pass interference call. I think it just would have, like, the percentages of winning would have, I mean, as slim as they were on that in that last play, they would have gone up by at least one or two percent if you at least huck it into the end zone. That guy got absolutely eviscerated. That guy started that play as one man. And ended it as a whole new man. It reminded I mean, me is... of one of the few plays that I ever caught. I was a wide receiver back in high school football. 
And we never, we were like old school football. We had like the top running back in, in all of high school football. So like every single play was a run. So like, basically I was a glorified blocker is that right. I was glorified blocker at the wide receiver tight end position. But there was, I'll never forget. There was this one time it was a game early on in the year. I didn't know my route. So I botched the route, but I had so happened to like, just be running. It was a scramble play that the quarterback was looking for somebody and he heaves this, he sees me and I'm like waving him down. I'm like in the middle of the field, like 15, 20 yards up. He sees me and he hucks the ball. And in this moment, I'm like, okay, this was early on in the season. I'm like, this is huge. If I make this catch, you know, it gives us the first down and we move the chains. And it's like early on in the season, I fucked up the route big time. I didn't know it was like a post corner. I think I ran a, like a slot, like go route and, and I just – I see the ball coming to me and, like, time stood still. And, like, I never caught a ball before. It was my first year playing football. The ball comes in my hands, and I grab it. And I'm like – I see it. I corral it in like this. And as I turn, the safety is there and absolutely <laughs> blew me the fuck up. Like, I went flying. Somehow, by the grace of God, I held on to the you ball. You hung on to the ball. I hung on to the ball, but, like, I was so – like not in football shape at that point, I was a string bean and I got absolutely obliterated to the point where I couldn't play the rest of the game. It was bad. <laughs> he got you out of the game. I think I maybe played one more play after that. I was hurt on that sideline. <laughs> it was like one of those plays where like, you know, you're watching as a fan and you're not like, Oh wow. What a, what a catch. It's like, Oh, Whoa. He got blown up. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was bad. Yeah, it, it yeah. Well, I mean, and so when I saw that, I immediately had PTSD. I could relate instantly to that poor guy who caught that ball. Yeah, I've seen pictures of you in high school, man. You you were a pretty skinny guy. You didn't look like you were. Uh, oh, dude, I was a. I you were Calvin Johnson noodle. out there or anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard yeah, to believe exactly. now because I got the gut the size of freaking you know, look like <laughs> Bam Bam Bigelow out there half the time now, but. <laughs> But yeah, dude, it's it's crazy, man. I I I don't like Mike McCarthy as a play calling head coach. I have mad respect for the guy. I like him, but you have mad respect for Mike McCarthy. I have respect for him as a coach who won a Super Bowl for my team. I don't have wow. any respect for him as a play caller as a head coach. I I don't. He goes for it way too often. He's way too like. He, he's way too risky and, and, and aggressive at times. And I, I just, I don't feel like he is going to win anything again for a long time. I, I, I'm not a fan of him in any which way. It doesn't seem like he builds a healthy culture. It doesn't seem like he's, uh, he knows what he's doing very often. He seems <laughs> lost. He's won and a Super Bowl, Dick. Yeah, but so was a lot. So have a lot of people who didn't necessarily deserve it. It seemed like he had a lot of good coaches around him, and he had Aaron Rodgers, who's one of the best to ever do it. So uh, that is true. I, I haven't heard a lot of praise coming his way, and I haven't seen much to make me feel like I need to give him any praise. This and, and speaking of uh, this whole Cowboys team needs to go right. Like Dak Prescott needs. That's well, a tough decision, I, I but think... I kind of think he's got to go right. Pollard Pollard getting hurt did not help anything at, at all. That's that's a huge weapon that they didn't have. Uh, the thing with Prescott, dude, is I just he's one of those guys you just don't expect him to come up big in big moments. And like maybe that's an unfair thing to say, but like at some point your reputation precedes you. Like it, like show me what you've done, and then 
you know, I could kind well, of. Well, Amari Cooper I'm, called him called him the Black Kirk Cousins, which you know we all know we all know what that means. Is the guy did he actually say that word for word last year before he got traded? They were they were like he called him the Black Kirk Cousins in in the locker room, and then like oh, two days later he got traded to the Browns. <laughs> Probably not a good move calling the franchise quarterback. Well, but he, but that's in a lot of words or in less words, kind of what you're saying is like he just doesn't show up in the big moments. And I think, I think that's he does enough calling someone Kirk Cousins get, like I think he does enough through the season when he's not hurt. By the way, I don't remember the last time Dak played a full season without getting hurt. Let's not forget Cooper Rush won them a bunch of games throughout the year when he was down and and kept that team's playoff chances alive. But I just I, I I think he gets hurt way too much, which is not his fault. It's just it's bad luck. But also, I just don't feel like I feel like he 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 does enough in the regular season that people consider him like a top twenty potential quarterback. Yeah, but he really isn't. No, I mean I could I could list the right now right now. You taking Trevor Lawrence or you taking Dak Prescott? I'd take Lawrence. Come on. There you go. It took you a little too long, to be honest. If I am the Dallas, if I'm Jerry Jones, I'm getting rid of Mike McCarthy. I'm getting rid of Kellen Moore. You're not getting rid of Mike McCarthy. I'm I'm telling you what I would do if I was Jerry. I'm getting rid of McCarthy. I'm getting rid of Kellen Moore. I'm getting rid of Dak, and I'm getting rid of Zeke. And I'm starting over, and Tony Pollard's my main guy. Hopefully well, that injury. I don't, well, I don't know how severe his injury was. Yeah, it was rough. And it sucked that it was right at the end of the game, right? And his it was, knee bent. It was his ankle. It was bent right back. Yeah. By the way, you, I, I want to talk about somebody who's just an absolute dog. Patrick fucking Mahomes. This yeah. guy, yeah. I think, wants to win more than maybe. I know Josh personally, so I'd say maybe not more than Josh, but may, almost more than anyone else in the league. Other than, I mean, Josh Allen wants to win more than anyone I know, but Mahomes is just did you see him yelling on the sidelines and throw his coat down because they told me he had to go take an x-ray in the yeah. room? Like yeah. that is a guy I want to fucking play for. That is a guy that I want to suit up for and go in the trenches and know he's leading me every week. That yeah. to me is the staple of an absolute not just an elite quarterback, but a guy who is going to lead his team when the chips are down. Those are the kind of guys you want to rely on. Not a, not a anyway. I mean, I, were you not impressed with that? I was, I was very impressed. But when that, when he first sustained that injury, I, I was like, "There's no way this guy can play on that." And when he stayed out there for a play, I think they they ran a run play, and he was, he was even hobbling. limping. He was hobbling, just handing the ball off, and I was like, "This guy is a liability." right now as great as he is and then what he was gone for like half a quarter and then he came back and he was he was Patrick Mahomes again I mean you know a little just little little less but he well, was still he was a Patrick great Mahomes quarterback on one leg taking like like that's what I mean, I'm saying I mean he was great he was great I agree with the whole sentiment though I think what elite I mean he's like a it's like a Michael Jordan type he's got that dog in him he's got that Kobe in him he wants he wants to be in there no matter what he wants to dictate how the game goes and he knows he's that talented that he can lead the team even on one leg and and he did. And he did. It's, it was impressive, man. Absolutely really impressed. Now, talking about your Eagles, do sure. you like your chances this week? And I'll segue that into asking you, if the Eagles win this week, what we have yet to talk about is we are going to be in Scottsdale, Arizona, during the duration 
of the Super Bowl, which means that tickets, the big ticket, mm-hmm. diehard Eagles fan extraordinaire, will be staying in Scottsdale during the Super Bowl. Accommodations taken care of. Flight is taken care of. Do you consider going to that game, even by yourself, to watch the Eagles potentially hoist the Super Bowl? I got to oh, man. I mean, yes. Do I consider it? Yes, of course I do. I've already been considering it. I've been looking at tickets. It's $2,000 up for the worst seat in the house. The thing is, by myself, it's like, would that be that fun? Do you would would you go to a uh, by yourself? I, I would be. I want someone to celebrate with if they win, and I want someone to commiserate with if they lose. Are you asking me to go with you? I'm asking you to find us tickets for less than two thousand dollars, and that aren't you know the Everest seats. This is Super Bowl ticket. This isn't little league preseason game. Like, would you go I- to a Super Bowl by yourself? Would you go to a a, a Packers Super Bowl by yourself? Yes. You would. You wouldn't want to be with some. Of course, I I would want to be with my friends. Yes. But like to watch, I'm going to say this right now to watch your team win a Super Bowl live is something that I would say probably 90% of the population will never do. Oh, way more. 99 for sure. For sure. It is an, it is an exclusive small percentage of people a who go get to even go to a super bowl and then b get to watch their team win one not to mention all the people who live in cleveland who might have all the money in the world they're never watching their browns win a super bowl or all the people like i mean some of these teams if you're a jaguars fan you're never watching your team win the super well maybe maybe i mean maybe but maybe soon I'm, I'm, i'm saying is that it's a chance of a lifetime i and just I think you'd be in a bad position if you went to like a tailgate with all the other fucking bands and stuff there. I Now know? that is something I would definitely do is I would go to the tailgate and then I would go back to a bar or an Airbnb or a hotel or whatever with all my friends. I would much rather, and I'm like, Bob, I don't like to, I don't like live events very much. I don't like getting in. I don't like getting out. I, I like to get in a little late. I like to get out a little early. It's just a nightmare. And the second a game's over on TV, I just flip the channel and I, now I'm doing something else. Why don't but, you ask Bob to go with you? He's got some extra disposable income sitting around. I mean, yeah, if, yeah. <laughs> yeah he does. I mean, I'm sure great Bob, idea. I mean, he can hoax Bob into getting a ticket. Great idea. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but I would much rather watch it with you guys at a bar or or in a hotel or wherever we are at, be with my friends or other Eagles fans than by myself at a stadium because i imagine that the second they they win i'm going to be looking around to give someone a hug and maybe i'll find a philly fan but it's too bad that friend of the pod just... jake yardley aka yardbird wouldn't be there with us because imagine going to the game I with him. i know i know but you know some say the best seat in the house is your living room man you got every angle you could possibly imagine you got no, food you got a bath by the way i, don't know. I think the rihanna halftime show is going to be lit I tell you what, now, now this, now, if the Super Bowl was in Philadelphia, I, I would in a heart that, that would be ultimate. That would be insane. And I would want to be there for that. It's in Arizona. I mean, it's what's this? You'd go by yourself if it was in in Philly. 
Yeah, I would because there'd be enough fans there. I I know Philly people. Like I get them. We have similar vibes. Like I, it would be my people. But there's gonna if be I, just. I, I mean, so I'll, much. I'll, Jake, if I can buy a ticket for us, yeah, for like a thousand bucks. Ooh, that's still expensive. But it's I'll say that. Super Bowl ticket. <laughs> listen, man. What are we talking about? Listen. And by listen. the way, I, I already checked to see if it's. Uh, Sponsored by Corona, it is not. <laughs> is it sponsored by Callaway? It is not. Okay. Well, we're sponsored by then. Nickelodeon Ultra, who I have no involvement with whatsoever. So, well, but before we get to the Super Bowl, we got to win next week, and that can lead us I think you're right winning, in. Dog, I, I think you're gonna do it. I, I, I think I saw enough from Jalen Hurts this week to realize that you guys are gonna be Super Bowl bound. Well, let's bring it into our picks of the week then for that. We got two By games. By the way, maybe you might want me to take the Niners just because I've been so bad that maybe it actually plays into your hand if I take the Niners that the Eagles actually come out on top. I want you to do what your heart desires, okay? Because yeah, well, if, if your heart ain't in it, you're only screwing yourself. I have not looked at the spread yet, but I would imagine being in Philadelphia, they got to be like two, two to three-point favorites. Yeah, Philly's two and a half. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! No no no! No no! I want to hammer the Philadelphia Eagles at my. Oh, you do! You do! You want to take the Eagles? Is what you're saying? Yeah, but I'm. It's bad because I've been so cold. Well, that it could bite you in the ass. It could, but do what you want. Let's give the people an honest take. And I'm not being biased or whatever. I do think the Eagles are winning this game, and I could easily see them win this game by a field goal. I, I. I, I really do think that this team is poised for a Super Bowl run. I think they're they're offensively they're firing all cylinders. The defense looks good. Uh, you know, listen, you know nothing against the Niners, but this is a big stage for a rookie quarterback who did not even play basically half a season. This guy is on what his fifth game. Like, let's look at it at face value. That is an incrementally tough task to ask a rookie who was not even poised to play this year, got thrown into the starting role, was the last pick of the draft. It was not like he was highly toted coming into the, you know? I mean, if he if he could get them to the Super Bowl, we're, we're approaching Tom Brady's status here for this young man to, like, in terms of just, like, impressive wins out of the gate. I don't think that happens. I think the Eagles win this game. I think they go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, listen, man. I mean, the Eagles have just been dominating. They've just been dominating anyone who comes within their path, especially Jalen Hurts looked fantastic. You got the three-headed beast of Goddard, uh, Devonta, and A.J. Brown. Even though A.J. looked a little banged up, there was something definitely up with him. But he's still a presence out there, and he demands respect from the defense, and it frees up those other two guys. So Goddard being back is huge for you guys. It was huge last week, and it's going to continue to be huge as we move forward in these playoffs. Eagles, I think, are, I shouldn't say easily, but I, again, I could see them winning by a couple of touchdowns, no less a, a field goal here. And I, we're, I would we're in Eagles Philly. If the Eagles are like minus five or minus six, I would, I think I'd still take the Eagles. Yeah, you could even play around with that and get yourself some better odds. I, I know I certainly might. Um, so Eagles, Eagles minus two and a half. I'm, I'm riding it. I don't like these 49ers in cold weather. And uh, Nick Sirianni's got this team humming, man. 
And then the AFC Championship game, man. It's 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 the same guys, man. It's always Josh Allen, it's always Joe Burrow, and it's always Patrick Mahomes. This this time it's Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes. Who do you like? Chiefs are around. oh, the Chiefs are dogs. The Chiefs are dogs. Cincinnati laying down uh, one and a half. In Kansas City? In Kansas City. I have to imagine it has something to do with Patrick Mahomes' ankle. But he's already said he's going to play. Yeah, but I have to assume that no, you know, Vegas is considering that he's not 100%. That's dangerous. That's dangerous. I mean, you want to give me Kansas City as a dog? I'd take a one-legged pat. Now, I will say, this Joe Burrow guy, man, <laughs> this guy's a stud. Yeah, there he is. He is an absolute bona fide stud. Yeah, and, and he don't give a fuck what anybody nah, nah, This guy nah. walks in on, on a different playing field. It's like a cowboy who's a sheriff back in the old west just walking on in and he don't give a fuck which bad, you know, big bad guys waiting there for him. He's got, you know, the guns in the holsters. He's ready to draw and he's the fastest gun in the west. This guy is a problem. He is. There's no doubt about it. He's a fucking problem. He's a problem. He's a real problem. He's a problem. <laughs> He's, I've seen a couple problems in my day. This guy is a problem. Um, oh, God. I think after going on that whole thing, I almost have to take the Bengals now. Oh, fuck. I'm going to go with the Bengals. Minus one and a half. That, that goes against, I'm doing the opposite right now of what I want to do. Because right now, everything in my powers is take the Chiefs as an underdog. But I, I almost think this is a classic Vegas twist where they are just toying. They're just dangling that bait in front of us, waiting for us to take the Chiefs. Like 90% of the public will. And Joe Burrow is going to come out and do it again. I'm with you. I'm taking. I'm taking the Bengals here, man. Not just because I, of I'm going to say something too. Yeah. And by the way, if if this is wrong, I am going to get the worst body bagging I have had ever. But I'm going to go on a limb. The Cincinnati Bengals, I think, are going to win the Super Bowl. Oh, don't say that. Come on. I'm. I'm, I'm just listen. That's fine for you. I'm the coldest guy in terms of betting this side of the Mississippi. The, the mm. point is, I saw something last week, and they were there last yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I I just think, I, again, maybe it's too early, but I just think this is personal for this young man. Like, he is out he is out for blood. Like, and it is so obvious that they have such a good team. Like, the defense doesn't, doesn't strike fear in your hearts, but they make big plays, dude. I – Give me the. I'm taking the Bengals, and I could see them winning the Super Bowl. I, I am. I am 100 on the Hootay movement at this point. They're an extremely well-rounded team, really well coached. I mean, they're they've they're just they're even better than they were last year, um, and they had a lot of problems with their offensive line. Not that not that they're immaculate there yet. Obviously, still have issues, but they're certainly better. They're certainly healthier, he and everyone's one year smarter, wiser, and the whole thing. So he didn't get hurried, sacked, or almost yeah. hit at all. Yep, last night. Those are those are the stats. That's true. Those are true. Uh, give me the Bengals too, man. I mean, I. Wow, oh, the dick. I mean, 
I, I and you know what? I think I'd take the Bengals even if Patrick Mahomes was 100%. I think I would. I think I would. I just like the I like the cut of this guy's jib, man. I like I like the way he walks in a room. He I, li- I like the way that. he makes a sandwich. I like everything about this guy. Joe Burrow is my guy. He's a guy who has been in the league for what three years now, and you look at him year, and yeah. you swore he's been in the league for like fifty. Yeah, I like it's that he's so popular, and there's so many memes about him, but he's so quiet. Like during the off season, you hear nothing about him, and you don't hear much about him even during the season. Like he's very uh-huh. low. When he key. won the Natty Championship, he got that big old stogie in his mouth. Oh yeah, but, but was- since 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 he got all that fame from that, since he's entered the NFL, he's a very quiet guy. Like he doesn't do a lot of talk. Well, when the, when the Bengals went to the Super Bowl, he was coming in with some wild fits, and he had some hysterical post game, you know, interviews and conferences like. Yeah, I but it ends there. It. There's no cryptic tweeting. There's no. Yeah, he does fly under the radar. He yeah, does. I like him, man. I like him, and I like that you know fastest gun in the west analogy. I like that. He reminds me of like yeah, like Kurt Russell in Tombstone, or like when he plays Wyatt Earp, <laughs> and he just comes in. I was thinking like John Wayne or Clint Eastwood kind of style. Just sure. like nothing fate. Like I don't think he gets. I think he goes into these games with the perception that. He is the favorite. Like, he yeah. could go with the Buffalo, like, last week, the first drive of the game, they drive all the way down, score a touchdown, like, it's nothing. And I'm like, this is not good. This is a problem. And he yeah. is – he is – he's poised, man. So, yeah, I like the Bengals. I think that that's the play. Now, that being said, every part of me wants to root for my guy Mahomes to win because I'd love to see friend of the pod, Patty Mahomes, win again. Yeah. Yeah, and it'd be cool to see if the Eagles end up winning this week. It'd be cool to see the Eagles go up against Andy Reid during the Super Bowl, too. I think that'd be a fun storyline, but maybe that's just me. Do you think, just just to finish off the segment, do you think that if the Eagles win this week, do you think they can beat either of these AFC teams? Yeah, I do. I think our about it. Yeah, I think we can beat either of them. I think this, I think going up against Kyle Shanahan is going to be tougher than whoever we play in the super bowl really i do i could i do they have a million ways to beat you not that these other teams don't and obviously they have a a higher class of quarterback but i just think the 49ers are such a good fucking team man they won 13 games season there's it's just impressive so um all right well that's another episode of the sportsman um probably on the shorter end this week but you know we got a lot going on uh, good week, man. We got less games too. That's probably a big part of it. We got to figure out uh, once football's over a new, new segment to do as far as betting Get and, that and old whatnot. Brain a tick in there, tick. Yeah, we'll have uh, Mr. Eric Anderson and uh, and us. We'll get together and we'll try to brainstorm some ideas. Mm-hmm. But until then, this is the Sportsman. That's Joey Coldcuts, and I am the Big Ticket. We will see you guys next week.